Hey, what's up, y'all? My name is Kitten. I'm a recording artist from Chicago, currently residing in New York, and you're listening to the Us People podcast with Savia Rocks. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Us People podcast. I'm your host, Savvy Rocks, and today I'm humbled to have Kitten here with me, who is a rapper and a recording artist. Kitten, thank you so much for coming on the Us People podcast. It has been a while that we have been waiting to have this interview, and I'm so happy. It's a Friday as well, which yes, makes it even goodness. more better. And it's my last podcast for the day. And I know it's going to be a good one just from the energy. Kitten, thank you so much for taking your time to come on the show. How are you? Oh, my gosh. First of all, thank you so much for having me. I was so stoked to get that email from you. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, she knows who I am. And she's listened to my music and she likes my music like this little tiny, you know, baby Aww. rapper from from chicago living in new york i'm like she knows me so, <laughs> it meant so much to me i can't even explain so i'm i'm doing well i'm excited to be here uh, i took a yeah. half day of, of off oh, of work. Wow. i actually do have a, a nine to five yeah. job sometimes it can be nine to seven job but it's okay i i, I love it i'm a recruiter during the day for a, um, a non-profit organization but i took a half day off my my supervisor is very much in support of my uh, my, my other goals, which Thank would you, be supervisor. Um, pushing my music forward. And yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. It's a great day. Oh, cool. That's perfect. Thank you, supervisor. We owe you one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we owe you one. <laughs> so I'm going to get into my first question for you. And Kitten, this is a question I love asking people. So right. could you tell us? a little bit about your background of where you grew up, but also mm-hmm. how that influenced you to be the optimistic person who you are today. Yeah, absolutely. So my my family, I'm going to take it way back. So my family is actually originally from Guyana. Ah. Um, I was born, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I was born in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm definitely, they, they, they call me the American in the family, but that's okay. Uh, you know, my mom was very, very good at uh, making sure that I lived in my Guyanese roots. So very much steeped in that, you know, I, I tell, I used to tell my friends, like my baby, baby food for me was like curry and roti and patties and jerk. That's baby food for me. I didn't know nothing about no Gerbers. So <laughs> that's how I grew up, you know, and you know, uh, for, for as far as music and everything, man, like Calypso, Soka, everything. Aye, aye, aye. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my cousin actually, he lived with us as well. And he was big into Miles Davis and into jazz in general. And my aunt, um, she really liked reggae. So it was just like a, a hodgepodge of different genres in the house every day. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, you know, I, I was, was blessed to be able to play play piano by ear. So I picked that up. And I think that was kind of like the start of it. My cousin actually has a really funny story. He's going to love that I put this in here. He said that um, he was in charge of babysitting me one day and he brought the radio in and left it in my crib and he forgot it there for several hours. And he came back and apparently I was smiling. And so he says, this is why you have a, mu- a ear for music. I said, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I, I wish someone threw a radio in there with me when I was a baby. <laughs> I mean, hey, babies love music. Like it's super they calming. Do. 
They do, and it, it's, especially when they're restless. Yes, yes. And that's why when you sing to them, it's calming. Hello, thank you. Yes, parents, turn to music. It is exactly. your friend. Most definitely. <laughs> I love that. So talk to me about the first time you, well, you talk, you talk a little bit about, you know, having a radio in the crib with you. And, you know, that kind of helped you to understand what music is and it helped you relax. But as you got older, mm-hmm. what was your first experience of mm-hmm. knowing that music was a passion of yours and you had to take it to another, another level? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great question. Um, it's hard for me to pinpoint like an exact moment. Um, if I could think of anything at all that really sticks out for me, though, I think it was when my mom bought me my first cassette tape. And obviously, I'm aging myself here, but this is the memory I'm choosing to share. So <laughs> my first tape, and I think I still have it, actually. Um, and it was Aliyah's first first record. Oh. Um, And I was just, you know, that was like, I listened to it like, like back to front, you know, like to the point where the tape was coming out and I had to take my little pinky finger and wind it back, put it back in a player. Like I was like, wow, this is dope. Like I just, I love the energy. I love the soulfulness and the passion. And I just, you know, that, that energy, it really took to my spirit. And I think that was probably one of the most poignant moments for me when I was a kid where I was just like, you know, as soon as I can get my hand on an instrument or get myself in, you know, a chorus class or something like I'm going to do it, which is why when I got yes. to high school, you know, I, I did join the orchestra and I didn't actually play piano anymore, but I took up, um, I took up the upright bass. Yeah. So I played that through my whole four years of high school. I was in the jazz band. So, you know, it absolutely was, uh, it was meant to be. <laughs> it so, was hold meant on, to be. so hold on a second, Kitten. You told me that you are a rapper and a recording artist but you are also a musician i mean i haven't i haven't had my fingers on a bass since since high school maybe a little bit after high school it's it's been a while i mean i'm sure if i if i had a bass today like it'll take me a minute i could probably pick it up again but you know i don't i don't like to really call myself a straight up a musician because i don't know if i don't know if it's still there you know i don't know if it's still there i think it's there you're just being modest I, I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your confidence. No, it, it, it's because you're a humble person. You love what you do. I lis- I've listened to your music, you know, over Instagram and I've been on your website. I've checked it all out. And you are a talent. You Thank are. You, you definitely you. are an exceptional. You. You're growing talent too. The same way, like you're saying, baby steps for something. Baby st- small things make the big things happen. And before right. you know it, it will happen. So I reckon one day, this is just me having my imagination for you when it comes to creativity. I reckon one day you'll get up, you'll start producing, you'll have a guitar or a bass in front of you or an instrument, and you'll start jamming on it without even realising. <laughs> and, and then say to yourself, whoa. <laughs> that's what it happens it happens but it that's does the, happen that's it the most beautiful happen. thing about creativity that's the most wonderful thing about creativity I'm it's gonna, true it is definitely true so it, my, feel, it just it feels so good to explore all those things see I definitely well you're gonna have to keep in touch for that one most definitely yes, I promise you I promise you <laughs> 
I mean, look, first and foremost, I have to get into a larger apartment situation. You know, New York City apartments don't really um, they don't really support the idea of, of, yes. of having a base in here. <laughs> you know, that's a very large instrument. It's bigger that than is me. true. Um, but, you know, we as we as we continue to step up. Right. Uh, that will be goals for me in the future. Things with time. Yes. I always yes. say that. We don't we don't rush things. I see. That's what I like. That's what I like. So my next question for you mm-hmm. talks a little bit about more self-worth, self-love, mm-hmm. who you are as an individual. So when you wake up mm-hmm. and you look in the mirror, what does your reflection say to you? But also, how do you identify yourself and emotionally connect to what your reflection is saying back to you? Wow, that's a deep question. I feel like it has a lot, my answer is going to have a lot of layers. So first and foremost, I think, you know, um, self-reflection is something that I've always did, done even as a child. Um, and, 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 you know, that kind of also taps into to confidence, right? And so that is something that I, that I actually speak to in several of my songs, including my most re- recent um, release, Aim High. Confidence was something that I really struggled with growing up. I grew up um, single parent household. You know, my mom, she held it down for me. Rest in peace, mom. She did her thing. And, um, you know, not having my father there, it was, it was really challenging. And I'm sure a lot of uh, folks that, that grew up in a similar position can, can speak to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. it was very hard for me to, you know, feel comfortable with with who I I was as a child growing up. And, um, you know, I I definitely did a lot of writing and journaling and I I steeped myself into music. I I locked myself in the room and really tried to to know myself and be there for myself and champion for myself as much as possible. And I, I mean, I'm still working on that as, as an adult. It's a work in progress. I think lately though, and I feel like a lot of us have been forced into this mindset um, with the whole pandemic, like just really, um, really taking self-care more seriously. That's true. And that is what I've been doing the last um, year and some change, really putting myself first, you know, um, I started this whole like nutrition journey. I've been meditating. I've done, I did several, you know, uh, yoga challenges and it has just been transformative. So when you say, you know, how do I see myself and what do I see when I look in the mirror lately? Like now I think I see the kitten that I, that I'm supposed to be. I see the kitten that I want to be. And I'm very pleased with my journey. It's not, you know, like it's not perfect, but it's a great start. And I'm, I feel like I'm on the right path and it just, it feels good. I feel good. That's what you need. That's exactly what you need. And it's hard. It's hard. I think, I think the best stories are the ones with the challenges. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because if you have a, I was just saying this today to somebody else, actually, if you have a smooth ride, and they were saying it to me as well, to be honest, mm-hmm. if you have a smooth ride throughout life, you will never have that gratitude for True. what you have. Whereas True. if you have that bumpy ride, which we have in right. life, you know when things are good and you know when to say thank you. And even when things are bad, you can take the good out of the bad and still push forward and use that which is so important. You have to persevere. Otherwise you'll never get anywhere. And there comes a point where like, you have to stop blaming others for these things, for these forks, these barriers, these stoppages, those will always cross your path. 
You know, some people look at them as opportunities. Other people look at them as a path to failure. And we've got to try as hard as possible to look at them as as opportunities. And like you said, just try to keep going as much as possible. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. So who are some of the influences in your life that have helped you in music? It could be. It could be just in everyday life in general, the people who support you. How have they helped you? And and how do you feel because they have helped you? Mm-hmm. Great question. Um, I'll start with my personal influences. So first and foremost, uh, my, my wife, Carrie, she is like my, my ride or die. You know, we've been, <laughs> we've been married for eight years and oh, she's cool. also a creative too. She, um, she has her own baking business, uh, which was also affected by the pandemic, but she has pivoted beautifully. And now she's basically teaching online cooking classes. She actually has a, a cooking class tomorrow, a funnel cake class for kids, which is, which is oh. one of my favorites. Super cute. But um, yeah, I mean, she, you know, when I, when I, the moment I told her like, Hey babe, like, I think I, I think I want to transform and elevate my poetry and my stories and, and start, you know, rapping. Like, I think these really, speak to me more as songs than poems she didn't blink an eye she's like let's go like where do you need a recording studio like have you thought about a producers like how can i help immediately so that's you know she she has been there for me since since day one truly uh my my rock and my my number one fan and uh, an amazing support system um also my dad has been really great you know he um he's still back at home in chicago i'm here in new york so i can't wait to get down there and see him but he's always just like you know he, he's older he's like you know i'm not good with technology but if you you know call me and play the song over the phone i'm like okay dad i got you don't even worry about the Wi-Fi code and all of that. I got you. We can do it old school. That's fine. It sounds like my dad. <laughs> I'm like, dad, no. Like, oh, we got to get you a new phone. Like, we got to get you a computer. We got to do something. But he oh. he's a sweetheart. He mean, he means well. And um, he's he's been super supportive as well. Um, and, you know, just... A, Oh, honestly, all my friends has been kind of when I told them I was doing this about a year and a half ago, they were just like, let's go. Like, is the song ready? Let's go. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm telling you, like, I want to start. <laughs> I don't yeah, have but, anything yet. But that's good because, you know, you've got the right backup. You've got the right energy. You've got the right people. So I definitely love it. How was it for you to perform for the first time? Man, so you know, my I don't know if you if you do know this, but my first performance was actually during the pandemic. It was during the takeout or the, the, the takeover rather, the takeover festival last year. And that was an at home concert. And basically I just I performed three of my songs. Um yeah. and it was it was it was phenomenal. I mean, I thought it was great. Honestly, cool. I didn't know anything else outside of that because I hadn't been on the stage yet. You know, and I was still, I was just starting out with the music. So for me, it was like, yes, like, let's go. You know what I mean? That's the only energy that I, that I knew. Um, but it was fantastic to just, uh, it was, it was aired on Facebook. So That's we cool. did our thing and I was able to engage with fans via chat. And I thought it was great. Um, I actually have another concert that's coming up actually next Friday. Yes, March I feel 7th, that. Yep. You know that? Awesome. <laughs> 
Yes, next Friday, March 5th, 7 p.m. I am so excited. This is my own thing. So I'm basically going to be on uh, Instagram Live. I booked a, a nice little studio in, in Times Ooh. Square. So going to be performing some of my songs. I have just a, a small pod, my closest pod of people that are going to be there, socially distanced in person. And it's going to be a vibe. It's going to be it's going to be fantastic. I'm I definitely going to be there. Please, 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 please tune in. I, <laughs> I would definitely will. <laughs> if you had, <laughs> it will be. <laughs> if you had the music industry, kitten, in the palm of your hand, mm-hmm. what would you do to change it? Ooh, that's another deep question. You come and correct today. I love it. <laughs> I love these questions. These are great. Um, what would I do today with it? You know what? I was actually thinking about this earlier. One of one of my one of my music influences is Rhapsody. I don't know if you know her. She's a female yeah. rapper, and she's fantastic. And I feel like rappers like like Rhapsody, um, you know, Lizzo, like Sweetie. Like I feel like even like I just feel like we have to work so much harder to get the respect that you know our male counterparts get in this in- industry. That's true. And, I just like after a while, I think it becomes um, deflating and exhausting. And I would just love to see a time where, you know, rappers like Rhapsody can get the the acknowledgement that she deserves. Um, You know, like she can easily stand up against any like literally name any lyricist and she's right there with you. That's true. Uh, she's been in this game for a long time. And I would just, you know, I just, I don't know. I feel like she doesn't get the recognition that she absolutely re- deserves. Um, and so I would just, I, I would love for the music industry to really look at uh, some gender equality issues. And I know that that starts with us as the female artists, but we've been trying for a long time. We've really been Trust trying. Me. We're not going to stop, but you know, it does as everything, it comes from the top down. So I would love to see something like that um, come to fruition one day. Definitely. So here's one. So if you had a chance to work with an activist, because to your previous answer, mm-hmm. I think having an activist to work with you to push forward the fact that we as women, regardless if we're writers, rappers, singers, we do deserve more recognition for what we do. Mm-hmm. And and today again I was talking to someone and they said a similar thing they said why is it that men have all the power and I said as women we are more compassionate more loving more understanding we reevaluate things a lot deeper as well I feel so what we've done I think is we've given the men the power because of our compassion of who we are and they've taken it and and they've ran <laughs> they ran far with it right <laughs> it's, it's I, see, I see you later <laughs> they've gone, <laughs> they've gone with it, but, but i yeah. believe that if there was one activist that you could work with in music mm-hmm. to do something great and change that what you mm-hmm. were saying who would that activist be I don't know if she considers herself an activist, but I consider Erica Badu to be an activist. Oh, like, wow. I don't, if, I don't know if she would call herself that, but I just feel yeah. like everything that she stands for, you know, like spiritually, and I feel like she has a dominant voice. She um, does. And I feel like she's such a crossover artist. And I feel like, you know, all generations know who she is and what she speaks to. And her music is just 
classic and she's always going to be there. Like, I feel like, you know, some artists, like, I don't know that we're necessarily going to be bopping to them 20 years from now, but Erica Badu, like, everyone's going to still be playing those records. And I just, I feel like because she has such a, um, such a, a poignant voice and a relationship with so many different people in this business, um, I would, it would be an honor to partner with a voice and a spirit and make a movement with her. Like that would be, I mean, my mind is already going. <laughs> she's like, wow. I think she would crack me up, to be honest with you, because she's funky. She's eccentric. So Very she, much so. yeah, she's definitely that. So that would be quite, all right. I like that one, actually. No one said that to me before. I'm thinking yeah. about it now. That's kind of <laughs> cool. That is definitely kind of cool. I want to talk about your music. All right. Tell me, Kitten, why do you write the way you do? How are you feeling? Where are your emotions coming from? Especially you got songs like Sunshine. Correct me, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got yeah. Sunshine, you got Kitten, you got Brand New, and you got Aim High as well. Those are the main ones that I've listened to quite a few times. <laughs> so Thank you. when when you're writing these, where are you emotionally going on your journey? Mm, great question. I feel, I, I, and I've been told this several times by um, the producers and the other artists that, I, that I've worked alongside with, that I have a very um, unique writing style in that a lot of my songs, or at least portions of my songs, come to me before I have the beat in front of me. Like, I just, I'm one of those people, and I think, I think that that really speaks to the poet in me. Like, yeah. I'm literally, I could walk down the street and think of 10 topics to write a song about. I could be on the train and, and start writing. So, and it's like, when those moments come to me, when those things, if I, if I find inspiration when I'm sitting on a park bench, you know, yeah. at the lake, like, I, I don't want to stifle that. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to write, even if I don't have any music behind it. So, you know, a lot of times, like, some portions or all of my songs will be just that. There'll be a fully written song without without any music behind it. Now, other songs like uh, like Aim High, that was absolutely inspired by the beat itself, 100%. When I when I threw that beat on, I was like, ooh, that took me back to like some some Nas and some Jay Z, like just like heavy, hard hitting, grimy, raw. Like yes, it just put me in a in a different kind of space. You know what I'm saying? Like earlier, I know I mentioned, you know growing up and, and, and really uh, struggling with finding my confidence. I think Aim High speaks to the exact opposite of that. Like that song is nothing but confident, except especially in that, in that very first, uh, that opening. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it really, I really, you know, I, I channel all sorts of, and I'm, I'm an emotional sensitive person at, at, at heart. So, you know, I'm always, I'm always finding emotion in, in a variety of things. Could be simple things, just like this podcast right here. You know, like I'll probably get off and write a whole song about this experience. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to us people. But you know, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, like there, there, if you, if you can open your mind and I don't know if I, if lately I feel like my, my lyricism has been more enhanced. I don't know if that has to do with the fact that I've been meditating more. Maybe it does. And my mind has just been a lot more open. I've been reading a lot more. I don't know if that has something to do with it, but I just feel like I'm, I don't know. I just feel like I'm so open and inspired by, by everything around me. And it's, it's a great feeling for a creative. 
Yeah, it definitely is. Keep that sensitivity. That sensitivity will make you write greatness. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I will try. I will try my best. I definitely had to, to learn to absorb that sensitivity when I write questions for people. If I don't have that energy, I feel like I don't write properly or mm. the way I should and, and deliver it the way that I want it to. So I learned about sens- sensitivity is not a bad thing. People will try to inflict and say, oh, you're too sensitive. No. <laughs> keep you're that. Right. Keep you're that. Right. You know, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. There is a lot of competition mm-hmm. in every industry, but especially in music. <laughs> yes. How, how do you feel that you stand out in a world that is of people that are always creating, there's always someone new coming up. How mm-hmm. do you feel that you fit in so that you can rise? Mm-hmm. Great question. I think just staying true to myself. You know, I'm very, I- I'm very much a storyteller, and I think that there is room. I think that there are people out there who really uh, appreciate that aspect of songwriting. Um, and I think, especially when it comes to, to rap, sometimes I feel like we're not getting up a lot of that lately. Uh, and I kind of want to take hip hop back to its lyrical roots, um, which is just kind of a, a side of hip hop that I enjoy probably the most. So I want to I wanna take us back, but still appreciate the elements of, of, uh, of the change that we've been seeing and of the growth and the evolution we've been seeing in hip hop and rap. So I think just, you know, yeah, I, I think just keeping that style intact, people are going to vibe, but also like, I'm just a genuine person. Like the, the, the kitten that you hear in my music, that's kitten in real life. You know what I mean? Like I'm out here having fun. Like I'm out here, you know, dissing these mumble raps. Like that's, that's what I say. That's what my, me and my friends talk about on the daily. So that's, that's oh me for my. real. <laughs> you know, I'm like my song core. Like I'm talking about, you know, sitting on a, on the bench, sweet talking my wife, like that happens. <laughs> that That's me. <laughs> I do that with my wife, actually. I'm not going to lie. I love it. I love <laughs> That's it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> what are the challenges within music? So mm-hmm. has there ever been a moment in your life, and I'm sure there has for everybody, where there's been an obstacle and, and it's been a huge obstacle in your life that mm-hmm. you felt possibly that you couldn't overcome, but music has helped you, excuse me, music has helped you overcome it. Could you, if you would like to share it with us, mm-hmm. could you share anything that has happened in your life where music, having the passion for music has helped you get through it? Yeah, absolutely. That's actually uh, an easy one for me. I think when, when my mom passed um, in, in 2014, uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't writing music back then. I was writing more so the, the poems and stories. And, you know, I think I just, I really leaned so much more heavily into the writing at that point. I felt like just airing my grievances to myself by myself was really um, therapeutic for me at, at the most devastating point of my life. Um, you know, I, I can't explain what that, what that feeling is like. Uh, and it's definitely one that I wouldn't wish on anybody. Uh, but, you know, I, I think my, my writing has always been there for me. It was for me. It was there for me then. And um, even just like listening to my favorite artists, you know, and, just turning to music for, for any kind of um, soothing type of feeling. Music has literally taken me through 
the hardest moments in my life and the hardest moment in my life. It's always been there. And I feel like in a way now with me making the music, I feel like I'm kind of giving back to what yeah. it has given me. If that makes sense. It does. It sure does. I can definitely relate to that. Here's one for you. Yeah. If there was one song in the history of music that you wish you wrote, what song would it be and why? Ooh. You have to give me a minute to think about it. I okay, we've got time. We've got time. Let me think about that. I'm going to say Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that's a good one. Because that song, I mean, yeah, that song is like watching, listening to that song is like watching a movie. Like <laughs> there's so much going on with, with the instruments and the voices and the sounds and the creativity. Like, I mean, I just feel like you're taken on a journey that is unlike no other. Um, and I just, I don't know. I, it feels so fascinating to listen. If you really listen, when I say listen, I'm not talking about like just throwing on the computer speakers. I'm talking like with like nice headphones or, or like yeah. on a nice speaker system. So you can hear every little nuanced piece of that song. It is, it is a masterpiece. And I wish yeah. that I could have been a fly on the wall <laughs> putting those ideas together <laughs> and creating a song that was, how long is that song even? Like seven minutes or something like that? I was going to say that it is something like, it is something like, you make me want to, you make me want to Google it. And <laughs> I think it is something like after. that. I think it's like okay. seven minutes, but either way, like who in their right mind would think like, I'm going to make a seven minute song right now. And people are going to listen to it, to it from start to finish. Like what? I mean, I feel like nowadays, if your song is longer than two and a half minutes, people are like, cool, well, I'm done with you. <laughs> so even back then, I feel like they just, they pushed, they, they pushed the boundaries so far and it was just ahead of its time, which is why yeah. it's still, um, you know, it's still being mentioned so widely today. But yeah, that, whew, that song is special. So I'm going to flip it slightly ever so so i so i just asked you what song do you wish you had written mm -hmm. but now i'm gonna ask you if you could choose one song that was the soundtrack of your life mm. what song would you choose okay you also had to give me a minute on this one <laughs> that's cool soundtrack i would say I would say The World Is Mine by Nas. Fair enough. That's actually a good one too. I I mean, I, I love I love the production. The, the beat is sick. Uh, the original song too. And yeah. um, I just, the, the, the whole vibe of it, I think, and, and again, I think that just kind of speaks to where I'm at right now in my life and as an artist, like feeling more and more comfortable sitting and settling down into this rapper space. Maybe because I feel so comfortable right now today, I can say that that's my theme song. So I'm just kind of like, you know, keeping it, let's keep it confident. Let's go with I that. I like that. I definitely like that. Okay, here we go. So if nobody was judging you as an individual, and I constantly say this, we're constantly getting judged by people because of who we are, what we are, where we come from. It's natural. People have a judgment. But if there was no judgment and it got taken out of the dictionary, mm -hmm. how do you think you would be as a person? 
Wow. Hmm. I feel like if there was no judgment, I probably at this point would have performed a lot more frequently than I have so far. I feel like I am, and I probably shouldn't mention it, but it is what it is. This is, this is my truth. You know, me, like me hosting and, and performing that concert coming up next week, like that's huge for me. Like I am terrified to get in front of large groups of people and in big spaces and get on stage like that, like speaking in front of crowds, doing all that stuff. Like I have to tell you every time I put a song out, like that is me speaking this whole thing into existence and really affirming that I'm supposed to be here. But it is terrifying for me. Like I, I know that there is going to be come a point probably this year because, you know, with the vaccine rollout, I, I might have an opportunity to safely perform in person. And that would be amazing. But I'm telling you right now, like even thinking about it and talking about it right now in this chair, like I'm starting to sweat. Like <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> it is something that I, I know that I need to get over. I am, I am working on that. I am taking steps towards that. And I think next Friday is going to be a great first step in the right direction. Because I'm definitely going to tune in now. I am so going to tune in. I'm going to be like, come on, you got this. You can't not perform, right? Like it is just a necessary piece of this journey. So like, I've just, I got to do it. Got to do it. There are so many artists who don't know about the music business. Mm-hmm. They know about music, but they don't mm-hmm. know about the business. Mm-hmm. Do you think, excuse me, that a lot of artists should know more about the music business? And do you think that before they sign a contract, they should be taught? Yes, 1000% yes. Um, and I think that is why I have always, you know, when I first started this, I was I was lucky enough to align myself with, um, I'm sure you've noticed, uh, the majority of my songs have been produced by the same producer who's Maiden Queens, shout out to Maiden Queens. Um, he has also, you know, kind of stepped into that mentor space without him even realizing it. Um, but, you know, I was lucky enough to, to find him on Instagram and connect with him, but he really, truly, since day one has been, you know, business first and like breaking down all the different aspects of the business and talking to me about the importance of copywriting things and like, you know, making sure that you upload your your music appropriately and properly and, you know, doing all of your checks and balances, making sure that you you pay for your beats and give credit where credit's due and, um, you know, just all sorts of different things. Like he has has really taught me so much and I think that it's so important for you to just Number one, ask questions if you're given a contract or, you know, anything, even when you are just on on BeatStars or wherever you buy your beats from, like, look at the contract, read it, ask questions before you sign on the dotted line, Um, because this is your this is your career. This is your baby. And like, no one's going to hold your hand, like especially not in this business. Like if you signed it, that's it. Your signature is saying that you read and understand the terms. And if you actually didn't, you can't go back and say, oh, but wait, there is no there is no oh, but wait. Um, and so like, it, it's so important to, to, to read and to learn. Like, I feel like people don't, I feel like people take reading for granted these days. And like, I'm constantly reading books on like, you know, the different changes and the, 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 um, 
you know, the evolution of the music business and like what it means to be a producer and uh, what it what it means to to have a contract and to be signed to a label versus being an independent artist and what are the pros and the cons there because there are pros and cons on both sides. Um, and then again, just like connecting yourself or finding a mentor if you don't have one, like align yourself with an expert in the business. Align yourself with somebody who's been doing this for years and who has a background in this. Yes, like, I like, agree. Like Made in Queens, I mean, his real name's Oni. Like he has like education, an educational background in this stuff, you know? So he's just not this like fly-by-night person that's been in the business for a couple of months and, you know, says that he knows everything. Like this is somebody legit. So I think it's just, again, just align yourself with professionals who can help you because it's only going to uh, make you a, a better, stronger artist uh, who, who doesn't get taken advantage of. That's really good advice. That is definitely really good advice. What are you most proud of that you stand for as an individual? Mm, what am I most proud of? Um, I think it kind of, kind of what I mentioned earlier, just really being myself, you know, like, I don't, I don't really hide a, a lot about who I am as a person. I, and my mom used to call it only child syndrome. Like I've always been someone to share. <laughs> like I really, I mean, maybe, maybe she was onto something, maybe she's right, but you know, and, <laughs> and I didn't mean, I was, I was the kid on the bus, like turning around, waving this way, like, good morning. Like that was, that was me as a kid <laughs> talking to strangers. Um, but you know, I think that making connections is just is is super important and it's to me and it's something that um that I always stay true to um and also just I think and I don't know like whatever I'll just mention it um I think that people sometimes look at me and 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 say like should they put me in this like gay rapper space or should they just put me in the rapper space or should they put me in the female rapper space? Like, where does she go? And honestly, like, why do you need to box me in at all? Like I am, I'm, I'm kitten. You can just call me kitten. Like, that's it. You know what I mean? Like I embody all of those things, um, which I love, but just, just call me kitten. Like th this is me. This is what you're going to get. So like, take it or leave it. I think we need our own planet, you know. Honestly. <laughs> it just came into my head, so I just wanted to share it. <laughs> it is a place that I guarantee people will have fun. It's All true. Day. It's definitely true. It's definitely <laughs> true. Organized, like music everywhere, good food. I used to be a chef, so good food Ooh. all the time. <laughs> you and my wife would get along because she's a chef, so that's all good. Okay. Yeah, she's that's a head chef, so awesome. it's all good, yeah. I love Definitely. it. Love it. Did she, did she uh did she go to school for it or? Yeah, she went to school. She went to college for it, nice. and then she came out, and then she yeah just carried on doing it, and and long and behold, I don't have to worry about cooking. Oh, lucky you! <laughs> I do. I love cooking. Hey, I will cook. Yes, yes. But but if you have a partner, you don't need to, though. Yeah, I, mean, I know, but I'm so I'm so humbled, just like you are with your wife when you say like she's your rock, she's got your back. We're talking about our partners now for a little second. <laughs> I know, like, I'm so oh, sorry. Right? I, I feel no, like it's I'm good. I love it. No, I love it. Never say, uh, never apologize for having, <laughs> so, never apologize for having somebody who's got your back and you want to express it and talk about it because I think it's so important, especially us as women. You know, Absolutely. and 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 the good thing about it is you 
you don't turn around and say, I'm going to fall in love with a woman. There's the label thing again. Right. You You just fall in love with somebody who connects with you as an individual. That's it. And, And if that person has your back, then you are the lucky one, you know, Right. Because there are millions of people out there in the world who who want to get married, who who want to be in love, who want to know what that feeling is. Right. So we we are we are lucky to have that. So I went totally off topic. I went totally <laughs> off. I went totally off topic. But I, think I, I love get, it though. I love no. I mean it's it's a it's a good it's a happy positive space to be in. Yeah, and it it's so. I don't know how to make it. When you're in it, you'll understand it. And when you found it, you will know it. Absolutely. You know? And and that's all I can say with it, to be honest with you. So, yeah, she's a chef, too. She likes cooking food all the time. She gets upset when she's not the one cooking. <laughs> so- <laughs> I, can, I can appreciate that, though. Honestly, I'm laughing, but it, it's true. Like, I, I hate, hate, and I don't use that word often, but I hate getting bad food like or bad service when we're out yeah that's eating, what she like, says. is oh it's such a pet peeve of mine like yeah. i am the one that is gonna ask to speak to the chef no i'll wait <laughs> oh the chef is on the line oh he's busy that's cool i'll wait i'll wait because <laughs> <laughs> i need to tell him this ribeye is overdone son oh man okay. <laughs> Before we start killing chefs. Right, I'm great. Gonna... I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. So <laughs> talk to me about what is the best advice you have ever received that has helped you in your life? Ever in life? Hmm. Mm. Not just related to music, but life advice? It could, it could be both. You could okay. intertwine them and say music and life, whatever resonates with you. I would say probably something my mom told me a long time ago. Uh, This was actually when I was, when I just graduated from culinary school and I had the difficult conversation to let her know that I actually wasn't happy and that I loved cooking, but I wasn't sure if it necessarily was the, the thing I wanted to do for my day job as a profession. And that was really hard because she I knew that she made so many sacrifices for me to go and do this thing that I said that I couldn't live without. And I did learn a lot in, in school doing that. And I and I do love it, but I just realized over time, like, I actually just love cooking for my friends and family and not in a professional setting. And she was just like, you know, don't ever be afraid to to speak your, your truth and to live in your truth. She, I mean, she was just like, I don't care if you like want to be a garbage truck you know, driver, like as long as it's making you happy and you're not hurting anyone, if that's your truth then live in your truth and be confident in it and be okay in it. And so I just, you know I've never forgotten those words, even to this day, when I'm, whenever I step into the booth, you know, whenever I, I pull out my pen and paper and I start writing new songs, like I have those words in the back of my head. See, that's a good parent with good advice. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and that's rare. That's great. something rare. That's something rare too. I must admit that. So I'm going to intertwine that again. Yeah. So when was the last time you felt totally at peace with yourself? Hmm. I would say probably about maybe two months ago. 
when and I yeah. pretty pretty recent. I know, so yeah, surprising, but pretty recent. About about two months ago, when I had finished my first thirty uh, day yoga challenge, and I know it sounds so simple, but for me, like it was so much more than that. You know, it was me committing to something that was challenging and difficult to me, and it was something that I could relate to all aspects of my life, including music. You know, and so what I what I took away from from having done that challenge is, you know, even though I feel like I am not as far along in the music business as I want to be, like that's okay. Like I'm setting these boundaries for myself. No one else is setting yes. these boundaries. No one has a timeline for me. I have a timeline for me, and it's okay if I don't I don't reach that, that timeline that I put out for myself. It's okay if, you know, I'm not exactly where I think I I should be because it means that I am exactly where I, where I need to be. And those are two different things. And so I think it has just that, that challenge actually taught me just how to, you know, sit in the space that I'm currently at and not be too hard on myself and to appreciate what I've achieved thus far. And really sit in that space and be humble and be thankful and look at what I've done and really just kind of go from there. Like there's no really, there's no need to, to rush. I feel like I have, and maybe I, I think I, that part of that kind of happened when I moved to New York. It's such a beautiful, fast paced city, but I think sometimes you can kind of take your, take different ideas and just run with it. Like, you know, we, earlier we talked about sprinting. I feel like sometimes I, I write down 10,000 ideas and I want to just sprint all of them forward at the same time, rather than <laughs> focusing on one goal and yep. pushing that forward. What creative. I know. We, Our brains are, are like mm-hmm. constantly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's just how we work yeah it's insane uh, but yeah honestly like that 30-day challenge taught me to slow the f down like slow down Kitten. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i do have to tell myself that sometimes too actually savia slow down why <laughs> right right <laughs> why like who made you boss like <laughs> Right, when you but, start questioning yeah. yourself. <laughs> I do that a lot. <laughs> I question a lot of things and I think that's why I love asking questions because it evolves your mind, it evolves your heart mm-hmm. and you know, you you constantly learn. Nothing to me is a mistake. It's it's right. I learned that people say they are mistakes, we make mistakes, but I say this is just me. I say they're not mistakes, they are lessons right. in in life that curve us into the shape and mold us into the, the being that we are. Um, that in a nutshell, the, yeah. That's to that's, like sit, kind of sit back on that one. That was deep. <laughs> that's how I kind of, uh, and spirituality, I think, taught me that. It was sitting down and being comfortable with my being, mm-hmm. I think. And I think... I just want to share it with everyone who's listening, especially to us today to do with music. Being comfortable in your being Mm -hmm. self, your creativity will flourish because you are so comfortable and you're not worried about what anybody else says because you know that what you're writing is true to you. 
don't ever think for a second that what you write will not relate to someone. There are millions of people out there waiting for you to write that song, even if you haven't written it yet. That's super inspiring. I love that you just said that. That, that and and I carry that with me on yeah. every interview because it helps me pull out a story from even you kitten like you've shared your stories with me about your mother and you know your wife and music and that's going to resonate with so many people it's unbelievable and and that itself is inspiring and I always say thank you to every single guest who has taken their time to to come on the show so even before I haven't even finished a podcast I'm gonna thank you thank <laughs> you so it's 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 just something that I wanted to to share just because we was on the subject and I just feel don't worry about what people think of you write that next track write that next song because like I said somebody in the world Mm -hmm. is waiting for that song and that song will be the soundtrack of their life wow that's that's really powerful that's those those are really powerful words thank you for sharing that thank you for saying that no you're welcome it's it's everything comes out when it's meant to never before so it was the right time and and it was ready to share definitely amen to that yeah so my next one for you is if there was one quote that you could choose that represents you as a person Mm -hmm. what quote would you choose and why would you choose that particular quote oh i feel like i don't know any quotes it could be simple off the top of my head, but I mean, something that I've been, and I don't know if this is actually, if this is a quote or not, and maybe it's just something that I've been seeing online on my feed a lot, but just be, be good to others. Like be good to yourself, be good to others. I've been seeing that a lot. I don't know if you've seen that a lot. That's been popping up a lot on my personal feed and that really resonates to me especially now, um, you know, and especially when the pandemic started, like, like so many people out there, like I know when it first started, I didn't take it seriously, but then, you know, as, as time progressed and you kind of saw all of the, um, all of the loss, all of the pain that was happening. I mean, it has just been, it's, it's been hard on, on all of us. And I do feel like that motivated me even more to just, you know, think about what, think about one thing that you can do, to, to make somebody smile. Think about something you can do to create just a small little bright spot in somebody's day, you know, because they probably need yeah. it. That is true. I wish there were more bright spots in the day. That's actually a good way to actually use it. That's a saying. That could be a quote. That's true. I kind of like okay, that. Okay, that's, that's a good one. Keep noted, that. Noted, noted. <laughs> <laughs> what, what one thing would you give up to be a better writer? Hmm, what would I give up? I have to give something yeah. up. Ooh. You have to give something up to be a better writer. Is there anything that you would give up to be a better writer? Hmm. It's quite a hard one. That's tough. I mean, the 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 first thing that came to mind was just giving up like all of this, right? So like all of the stuff in my space, maybe the even just like the space period. Like if I gave all of this up and if I was just like, for example, living on a deserted island somewhere, 
not even a deserted island. If I was living like, I don't know, someplace remote, you know, like just with literally nothing around me but pen and paper, I think that I would be so much more focused and so less distracted. I feel like sometimes the things in your space can can be more distracting than bring you joy. Um, and, you know, I just feel like if I were to give all of this, you know, all this stuff up, and it was just me in a space, like, I would, yeah, I'd be so open, like, it's crazy. See, I like that. I think, do you feel like it's clutter sometimes that's around you? Do you feel? Yeah. Yes, I need to, like, Marie Kondo my space at, at some point very soon. <laughs> I've kind oh, of. Oh, I have that too. I, I, I feel like um, I've been tapping more into, like, my minimalist sense lately i don't know that it was something that was always there but i feel like it's here now and it's so present in me that i just feel like i don't know like i feel like i want to purge more things around me and i just want a more kind of like simple open space and i feel like that would kind of open up my mind to so many more uh so many more creative ideas as a creative, you always want to be more open. You always want more space yeah. in your brain because your brain is always filled up with things, that, with clutter, like you said. That's true. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So I've got two more for you. Yeah, go for it. Um, My last two, well, my second to last mm -hmm. is what would you like your leg? You've got a long future ahead of you. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah? I appreciate that. But what would you like your legacy to be? when you decide and only when you decide that you feel like you've done enough for the planet or the world, how would you like people to remember you? Hmm. I think I would want people to remember me as, as always thinking of others, always being generous and, and humble and patient and just a, a positive person. Um, you know, and I, I, I definitely, uh, I surround myself with people who, who kind of think that way anyway, but, you know, I, I do try to, um, try to treat others as, as I want to be treated. I've always tried to do that as much as possible. It's very important to me. You know, I, I I'm definitely one of those people, I, I guess you could call it more of an extrovert. Like I, I walk into a bar or whatever, and I'll walk out with 10 friends. Like I just, you know, I, I really, I don't know. I want the people around me to, to be happy and smiling yeah. and, and I want positive vibes. And that's just, that's just who I am. So I would love to, to leave that sort of legacy behind. That sounds good to me. That definitely sounds good to me. I'll be there with the camera, just like kicking <laughs> away. It is good. It's good. It's good for me. My final one for you, kitten. Yes. Get ready for it, okay? Okay. I don't know. All right. Question okay. tonight, man. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the easiest one, but it's one of the best ones. Okay. Weg, I have had the pleasure of having you on the Us People podcast today. Where can we find you on all your social medias? And if anybody would like to talk to you or get in contact with you, like I've had the privilege today, where can they find you? Oh, I love this question. So first and foremost, uh, you can find me on my socials. My name is at Kitten Music. That's spelled a little differently. So Kitten is spelled K-I-T-T-N Music. At 
Kitten Music. So you can find me on all social platforms at Kitten Music. Um, you can also go to my website, which is kittenmusic.com. And I actually have a little bit more content on there than, than what I typically tend to, to post on, on, uh, on my socials. So definitely check the website, check out my socials. And also, sorry, one more shameless plug. I, I don't want you guys to forget oh, to join me next Friday, March 5th, 7 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be the Kitten Music Concert. First ever concert that I'm hosting by myself on Instagram. So please, please check it out. Hey, that guys, you better go on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking for you. I'm going to be looking. I'm going to be looking. <laughs> cool. I'm gonna be looking you. <laughs> me too. Oh, I'm getting in trouble now. Yeah, you <laughs> <are>. <laughs> I'm all up in trouble in here. <laughs> hey, kitten. I want to thank you so much for coming on the Us People podcast show. You have been such an exceptional guest. Thank you for sharing oh, your stories. Thank you, thank you for your humor. <laughs> and just thank you for your kindness too. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, like the pleasure is all mine. This I, I've been like oh. waiting all month for this, like counting. You know, like you could you could ask my wife every day. I'm just like like counting down. Like it's 20 more days. Like there's 15 more days. Today's the day. <laughs> I've been so excited to connect with you and to be on this show is such an honor. Like I've listened to so many episodes and I just feel like you're one of those people where you were like, you can tell right away you were born to do this. Like you're so genuine and good at this. Like, honestly, I'm telling you, like I I was not fronting earlier when I said like, you're going to be on BBC real soon. Like I'm telling you, I'm speaking it to fruition. It's going to come true very soon. You know what? I am abundantly humbled by that. I, I I go really shy when someone throws such a huge comment. And and I don't even know what to say. See, this is where I go shy. So I'm going to say the outro <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm going to say the outro now. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Ask People podcast and please remember you can subscribe and leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play and any other platform that you prefer listening to. Please also follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and you can also donate to the Ask People podcast by simply going to the Savvy Rocks website or just typing in paypal.me forward slash us people podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Stay happy stay positive and as always please continue to be kind to one another I feel like we're like gonna be friends for a long time and we should do like a zoom call like the four of us and we should talk food and music and all sorts of things and revolutions